What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Recorded live. That is for Labor Stadium is always in general. I'm Jay Moore. Jay, how was your weekend, bud? It, it was pretty good. Um, went, went to the basketball game. Um, that didn't didn't make it to any of the baseball. It was. I don't blame No, it, it was just one of those deals, and it was just it was so cold, and half the time it was raining. So I just I watched a little bit of it at the house, but um, just you know. Just one of those things. I just didn't feel like getting out in it. But uh, how was your weekend? Well, I was, I was fine. Um, I guess we'll talk baseball first. Watching this team, this is my time. I know people focus about losing games, whatever. And Graham looked really good. He probably could stay in longer. You have to kind of pitch guys who you have right now. You kind of have no choice. Really, most likely, probably should have lost the, the third game. Smith looked better. Not for a short lease, but he still wasn't good. It's still kind of he's better than he was. He kind of had his command back, in a sense. We're getting more precipitous later. But from watching his team and kind of how they are, that, that, like, probably not a good comparison because of who they are. This team reminds me a lot of Mississippi State team when they went to to Omaha. They're going to lose a lot of several summer games early. You know, they're talented, but there's no unproven talent. It's not like last year where there were guys that just that you knew had could play potential. A lot of guys had sophomore slumps, but had really good freshman years. This year's more guys, you know, there's talent there. You just got to figure out, figure out roles. A lot like Andy King, the baseball, the basketball team, I mean, there's talent there, and you know it's there, but you got to gel it all together, and that's kind of what Brian is doing. It's more about, I guess you'd say, for this team to me, you know they got to win some games. But you know they're going to win enough to probably get in. It's more about seeing like getting hot at the right time. Yeah. Hey, to me, to me, it, I mean, I think they're going to be good enough to get into the tournament. That's not really a I don't think that's really a question, but um, and it's hard to judge off of two weekends. Things can change, but I, I thought this kind of from the start, and they're definitely going to have to play better if they if they want to get in any kind of hosting discussion. But I, I just I don't think that's what this team is. Um, I think I think it is more about getting hot at the right time and playing well. Uh, down down the stretch and into into the tournament, it, they can't they can't go in not playing well. I, I don't. To me, this is this isn't this just isn't one of those teams that's deep enough. And when you have the question mark, you do especially at one of your uh, pitching spots. And then with Bramlett, he had I mean he started out really good, but he has to consistently do it all year. So uh, yeah, I, I mean I think there's potential for this team to 
play well. It's just I don't think they're at they're going to be at the level throughout the years they were like like last year. Yeah, you look at this year's team and you like what you see out of Brady Randall. He he had really good stuff. Even if it was better than the first time around. I think he had 11 Ks or so. Someone that ran. I might be all. I, I think I think it was 11. And just really commanded the game. I don't. I don't know if he. From what you just seen with his velocity and how and, and how the hard ball ball thing on fastball and everything else, you like what you see. You think you kind of got something there. You see how it does when it's competition level. Although Bright State's not bad, I think the true test is coming this week. You'll see how good this team really is, and also this week is kind of taking sense. You, you know, there's been guys that haven't really hit that well that you kind of spent, it's been kind of counted on. There's been several guys that haven't hit true well. Um, the fact they're going to be playing warm weather this week can help. The weather they played in has been miserable, and that does have an effect on you one way or other. You know, you can't, you can't really use that excuse, but it's true. But it's still, this team wants to find roles totally for everybody. Where last year, they already knew their roles. It's, it's just the average a matter of directing those guys, flew it to potential, and all of them did. This year, team is finding roles for all these guys. Yeah, there's definitely more um, uncertainty or unsettled spots. Within, within the team. Last year, everybody kind of knew what they had to do and, the, like you said, the roles on their team, but it, it's it's definitely different this year. It's a, tr- it's a transition with um, so many key guys off of uh, going from last year's team. Um, and, and, yeah, this this week to me is going to it could tell a lot. They they play Arkansas State tomorrow that, that was from last week. They got postponed. Uh, to this to tomorrow, and uh, it's a good team. They they took two out of three from Louisville this past weekend, and not something I really expected. You you would hope that our, that um that Ole Miss would they should be able to score runs, but I mean off of Arkansas State's, State's midweek pitching, but really can't tell with this team. The offense seems like they it looks to be like they could be inconsistent. So we'll have to see how it goes there and play another one Wednesday before going to Central Florida, who. And they beat Arkansas this past weekend, so uh, it's definitely it's to me this is um, kind of a it could be a precursor of what a lot of you're going to see during conference play. Cause, and I think Central Florida is right there with some with a uh, middle of the pack to above in the SEC. Yeah, I think so. And another thing is is. I guess the good thing against Arkansas State is that they're not playing them on a weekend. I had to face that ace. They have a a really good ace of a guy that would pretty much probably start anywhere. Be not a, if not an ace, be at least a, a Saturday guy for most schools. Uh, and it's just go from there. I mean, like if you get hot at the right time, a lot of often how you're playing is the right time. To be honest, uh, if if you look at uh, on this team last year. It, it, Kind of before the last two series of the of the season, they they wasn't playing it extremely well. They was playing all right, and then the kind of last two series, and even at the tournament, they didn't play that well, and they just kind of got got hot at the end. I said, it's kind of what you got to hope for this team if they're going to make somewhere. So I don't 
I don't think they're a host team like they're trying to throw around. If there's going to be a host team, it, it, all of a sudden, Elias Pack or maybe a Will Stokes or, or something like that would have to take over as a funny starter and it's something and maybe move him to the bullpen. This way too early to assumption, make total assumptions on it. That's just kind of my feel so far. Yeah, I think we're kind of on the same page. I, to me, this looks like a, a two seed. And if things don't go as well as they hope, possibly a three seed. But I, th- I do think they get in. And one one good thing I will say about Payson Arkansas State is, uh, you know, a lot of times when Ole Miss plays, or really, I guess any any top top school, um, when they play, and I know it's happened with Ole Miss in the past, and they played in Arkansas State or Southern Miss or Memphis, they, they've thrown their ace at them during the midweek to try to get a win. Well, with Arkansas State playing Louisville, you know that he pitched, he pitched over the weekend. So they're not going to have to worry about that. Because, um, like you said, their 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 top guy would be in pretty much every road, just about every rotation in the SEC. So uh, just go out there and win. I, I can't afford too too many losses um, non-conference if you want to if you want to fight for a host spot. But um, and really, we don't know how this thing's going to stack up in the SEC. So don't want to lose too many anyway because you don't want things to fall apart before you even get to conference play and uh, and somehow miss out on the tournament because, I mean, it has stranger things have happened. So I, I think this is a big week. Me too. And before we get into basketball, I ask you, I'm sure you didn't. Unfortunately, I had to. Did you pay attention to any of the Oscars? <laughs> no, I, I, I don't. I don't. I imagine he's watching Rashford. I don't know if that's I definitely watch the pay per view. Although I have to, I have to watch Rashford. I watch this thing on Oscar. My wife had it on, and it it kills me. People wear these crazy stuff, and they say, "Oh, this is gorgeous." Blah blah blah. It's all these freaking movies that nobody really watches. Nobody's heard of. Like Birdman, I, I've kind of heard of it, but I, I don't get all these. Movies. I mean, American Sniper on there. Everybody knows what American Sniper is, but for the most part, it's these. I guess you call them indie type kind of films that people just think so awesome because they're not high production. Yeah, I had heard of Birdman vaguely. People talk about it, but I think the first time I saw a preview was it was just two or three days ago. They were showing where you could. Get it on some direct TV path, like some kind of thing you could pay for it or something. I, it's not something I've really seen a lot of uh, previews for. Just like I said, like one time since it's and it's already out of theaters and everything else. So I, yeah, I don't, I don't know much about it. I don't, I don't really understand it. <laughs> yes. Have you followed any of the combine at all? Yeah, I, I've. I've seen tweets about it. I, I saw a little bit. Saw um, about Golson and, and Pruitt, and um, you know, just I, I kept up with it a little bit. Bless Justin Carr. Did you see that? But, yeah, that picture. I, I wasn't going to say it, but I, I saw it. <laughs> Not just a picture. I went back and watched the video of some of these drills. Bless his heart. Just bless his heart. No one. You know, he might have speed, and that's why State was all excited, because he, he he had a really good time. He did. 
437, I think he ran a 44 flat. That's good time. Especially for his time, that's good time. Yeah, that's a really good time. But, good golly, he struggled in just about every drill. Hmm. Well, uh, he also, I mean, he, he, he did, and I'm not saying this is any correlation, but he, he didn't exactly live up to the potential or to what the expectation was at State, and, and State people will be the first to say that, that he he definitely uh, majorly underperformed there, that he, he was better at safety when they moved him there, but, uh, you know, they put him at corner his first year, and he didn't he didn't really do much at all in safety. While he was okay, he wasn't what, what yeah, I think he came in as what, the top safety maybe in JUCO, and mm-hmm. just didn't work out. I mean, I, I don't know. He, he may turn it on in the NFL, but he He's um he struggled in college and he he's obviously struggled at the combine. I, I don't know. I don't know about hips and all this. It just seems like all he has is straight line speed, no flexibility, no anything. Yeah, you got to have more than that. I mean, it helps to to have that speed, but if you don't have the other stuff, then you're not against top receivers. You're not going to make it very very far. Now, Galson, I heard people say, you know, they thought he'd get a 4-2 four, four, something, 4-3. Four, four, I knew that was exaggerating. I know I know of him running a 4-3 one time on laser. And that was his freshman year. And he was about, I guess, 30 pounds lighter there then. So, but 4-4-6 four, four, both times, Zachary, it's a good time for him. Impressed in all the drills. I definitely see him being top three rounds. He might just make it to the second. Yeah, I, I would definitely say that would be the the ceiling. Um, I I just it, it's I didn't know that it he was actually going to do as well as he did. Um, sorry about that. Um. Yeah, uh, they said a lot of the the drills he ran like a wide receiver. That's uh, <laughs> that's pretty encouraging to see if, if you have a DB well, doing that. Anytime a guy's a top baseball prospect, he's going to be athletic as hell, and that's always going to help you. Pruitt's kind of been a disappointment. I know that his, at the end of the year he's hurt. There's been talks of him maybe having surgery on, on his shoulder and then coming back and trying to do a pro day at, at, at Ole Miss. To give you a kind of thing, you would think he would do more. Pruitt, he uh, repped, I think it was 225 or something. I think that's what it is, the reps. Yeah. He only done 11 times. And that's, that's, for somebody at safety at his size, that's got to be the shoulder. That's that's pretty bad. Yeah, that that's not what you'd call solid. And to, to give you kind of an idea... Dalton, who's good at small, and he is done it 15 times. Yeah, you would expect more to prove it in, in that situation, but uh, and he looks like he would be able to do more than that. I, I don't know. Maybe if that's as good as he could do, that's uh, he, he's definitely something he's got to work on. Yeah, and I, I I don't know if some of it. I know he went to the I, I can't remember the name of it. Forgive me for not knowing the name of it, but pretty much the training facility for, you know, this kind of stuff in, in Madison. 
and him, Golston, a lot of people from around the area, the kids from UAB from this area went there, a lot of kids. Brian Bennett was there. And I guess him try to improve his speed. He, and I, I, th- I guess he's wanting to try to be, prove he's a safety. I, I don't know if that's where it is. I thought he would try to prove he could be linebackers or more what I thought he would try to do. But he actually... He played it like around 222, between 222, 222, stuff like that. But he weighed in at like 208, so he he lost some weight between the season and and right and, and during combo. Yeah, may, maybe he is trying to go go with the safety. I, I don't know. Um, we talked all year that in, in an ideal world, Ole Miss would have been able to play him at linebacker, but he was their best safety, so they had to put him back there. I, I don't know. You would think. I mean, that's just what it sounds like. If he's lost what that what ten to twelve pounds, it sounds like maybe he's trying to be a safety. But I, I don't know. Um, I, the way he hits, he, he and how he didn't exactly um, raise any eyebrows covering people in the back end. It, you would have thought just a linebacker would have been a better fit. Yeah, I think so. And his time say as much. Four six one is is not bad. Is is an average probably safety time. Not good. Not terrible. It's okay. Now four seven. That's pretty. Yes, it's not good at all for safety time. It's more of a linebacker time. I just thought he'd bulk up maybe two thirty and play linebacker. It's kind of my it's just my opinion. His best bet to make it an approach. Yeah, that it just that's what it seems like he would play. It just. His cover skills against receivers going deep. It just, I, I just don't see where he's going to be able to match up. Now, linebacker, I, I think he would. I think he'd work fine. Really, I think he would be able to cover uh, tight end. Well, as, as well as linebackers cover tight ends, I don't think he'd be out of place there. I, and just the way he can stop the run, I just. I don't know that. Uh, that just seems like what. If I was him, that's what I would go for. But. And just maybe he's going in a different direction. I don't know. Maybe so. Are you? Well, I guess we'll I'll talk about this a little bit for a second. We got like I'm not having to go into work till actually ten more. Kind of a good, I guess a good thing in a sense. But are getting any weather yet up there? Uh, earlier it was snowing a little bit, sleeting. Um, I I don't know that it's really doing anything right now, but. Yeah, I know. I know the campus closed at three, so we'll kind of see how it goes from here and see see what happens tonight. But uh, you know, I mean, just it was a little bit, but um, not anything, not here, not anything that was just terrible. But I'm sure the roads are not not the greatest to drive on at the moment. So we just got rain here yet, and you know, like it shows, which I haven't looked at it since about I don't know three thirty ish. It shows to be here like it looked like it'd be here in like fifteen minutes, but it shows this big storm of snow, like mixture then snow. And it's just been slight rain here. I don't, I don't know what it if it's changed directions, I don't know what it is. They seem to think everywhere it's gonna get real bad. My worst thing is just freezing freaking cold. Yeah, um Yeah, it's it's supposed to be bad. Um Throughout what central and north Mississippi, I well I guess we'll see, but um, 
Yeah, it's a very real possibility. I, I the the worst thing's going to be if it if it's really cold and just enough of good weather that that they uh, they think it's safe to drive on and we have to go to school tomorrow. That's a uh, <laughs> that's kind of what I'm not hoping for. Either I mean, either do something where we can stay home or not not be bad at all because and it. it there, I remember a few years ago when it snowed. I think three or four years ago, it snowed pretty pretty good up here, and uh, we had to go to school. And then it got worse as the day as the day went on, and had to drive home and couldn't go over about ten miles an hour all the way home. So that that's just what I don't want to happen. That's uh that's, that's pretty terrible. Look at some basketball. We're getting on this. In a sense, have been a favor. I look at it as RPI too. You want the RPI to be as high as, high as it can get because they have beat them once. But as far as Shane is in the SEC State, almost they put a Mississippi State at the very end, but almost, almost did, uh, almost a favor. Yeah, I was wanting State to win. They, uh, I, I was hoping they they grant the favor, but they they for recent years they did pull a State. Um, they didn't even really get a shot in the last minute or so, and they. They went about six minutes down the stretch and didn't score. And it's just not not good basketball there at the end of the game, um, really from either side. But state was just a little bit worse. Um, that arc, that's not the same Arkansas team that came to Oxford last year. That was terrible. Yeah, they they did not look good. Now, and give Portis the benefit of the doubt. They said he was uh, battling some illness. Um, that that probably had an effect on him. But um, yeah, as a whole, they just. They just didn't look like the same team. Michael Qualls didn't wasn't going and scoring on every possession that they had the ball. Um, but fortunately for them, I mean, they, they did not bring their their best game like Ole Miss didn't to uh, to Starville. But you know, fortunately for Ole Miss and Arkansas, that the state just didn't put it all it, it down the stretch in both games. It just kind of faded. I think they just get a score to 167 if they wanted to. But Calipari, just, I already knew he kind of, he kind of didn't like him. He, he hasn't ever really liked him since he's been in the league. <laughs> they really just tore up his pearl. Yeah, that I I didn't get to watch any of that being at the uh, being at the Ole Miss game, but just looking at the score, uh, it's yeah that and it was what thirty something to four and. Yeah, I think it was thirty-one to four at one point. Yeah, and and they asked, uh, was it Carl Anthony Towns or one of them that what did they think about the score? And he said, "Well, how did Auburn score four? <laughs> I, I don't yeah, know. That was, that was pretty rough. rough. That's rough. And talking about talking about embarrassing a team that's not really good at getting better. Vanderbilt beat crap. I mean, it's got pulled by about twenty. And I find it interesting that you look back, you know, we talked to his song, really because I think of ourselves this way and promote ourselves this way almost. Missouri's supposed to be this basketball school as such. They're 7 and 20. They don't get off. And there's quote unquote basketball school, although they've been pretty decent in football. Yeah, and they're lucky to. They're lucky to have one winning conference. They they really shouldn't have beaten LSU if you think about it. And just that I think that just tells more on LSU and how inconsistent they are. But I I, I don't know. They 
that that basketball so-called rivalry between Ole Miss and Missouri died pretty fast, didn't it? Yes, it did. I mean, can you believe, like, two years ago, as as good as those two teams were, as good as Missouri was and all the players ahead, I mean, there's no way you could have told me in two years' time they would have been where they are. It's it just – and that's what Frank Hayes does, apparently. And it, I, I just – I couldn't have seen that coming from my – I mean, other than other than his reputation and what he did at Miami, too, it just – as good as they look, you just wouldn't have thought that they would have fallen that fast. Yeah, I think so. And going kind of the, into the uh, – they, they fell hard. They say, you know – to kind of see is the big trend with their coach or Frank Hayes, the team that he's coached, it kind of his leaves them in, I guess, kind of like the Houston Updale, maybe worse. But on this Tennessee game, to me, I saw a few things. Let's go to the concerns first, and we thought we'd see good. The concern to me has been, I thought he'd really taken a step. He might, he might have hit a sophomore wall. I don't, I don't really know what it is. Coleman, he's inconsistent. It's not really as inconsistent as making making shots. His, his, his biggest problem to me is he's not strong enough with his hands with the ball. He didn't get a lot of balls knocked out, maybe not catch them clean. To be honest, he reminds me a lot. And I guess if, by some, if he's this good come to senior year, just take out the – don't really take the block shots in consideration, but as far as play, as far as scoring and other things, He's a better free throw shooting player than Reggie Butner. He reminds me a lot of his play. You know, Reggie early in his career, he had problem having weak hands down low and getting balls knocked out and catching balls. He reminds me a lot of him right now. I mean, kind of his sophomore year. Yeah, you, you hope he gets better at that. But it, uh, I guess the positive way to look at that is if you're gonna have a Reggie Butner, uh, a possible Reggie Butner type. At least he can make free throws. <laughs> because that, you really, if Butner well, their games made, are different. They're really different. Butner's game was really down low completely. I was just talking about for as how their hands and how it went down low. But Kobe can oh yeah, he loses. He loses the ball a lot, and that I, I see. Yeah. I mean, I know what you're saying. It's just but if you're gonna have game, somebody like this that, game at better. Least, at least game if he gets better. fouled when they're trying to take the ball. He's he's gonna make more free throws than he misses. Yeah, the difference between him and there, him and Colby defensively, Colby can actually step out a little bit, and he has a little bit of a corner jumper. Yeah, I don't remember Butner having any jumpers. It was don't lay up. <laughs> I think I think he did hit like a, a fadeaway jumper against like State that like his junior year that when they won in Starkville, I think, or won at Old it could have been Oxford. It won a game they won. And they like kinda Butner kinda went off. I think he hit like two fadeaways that game and everybody's like, What the hell? That's the only time I ever remember hitting a jump. I do remember that. Uh, yeah, that was in Oxford. That that was a real, that was a good state team they beat. Um that that was an eleven. So that would have been I mean, it would have been two thousand eleven, two thousand twelve when that happened. Uh or somewhere on in there. Uh, well, I yeah, it was he, a sophomore year. Okay, well, maybe it was. Uh, then what would that have made it then? Maybe 2010, 2011 when he did it. Uh, yeah, maybe. I mean, so. I, remember, I remember the game. Um, he he did hit a couple of shots that game. He had twenty something points, and people were like, "What in the world?" And then 
Never really, never really did that again. I, I was at that game. Ole Miss won by ten, ten or so. I think. I mean, the first, the last time they won in, in Star Wars oh nine. So until this year, so I know it wasn't then. But uh, I, I do remember the game you're talking about. Uh, that and the other concern to me is Ladarius White. You know, he's played really well. He still at times he made he, he made a big bucket, big three in, in Tennessee game, but he hasn't been that consistent threat for really about almost a month now. Going well, he, he's being he's being Ladarius White, and I mean this is what he's been for four years now. I, I, He's just he's just being what he's always been, and that's inconsistent. And you just hope that – thank goodness they're winning why he's not doing much at all because he's what has about 11 or 12 points in the last two games combined. And he, you hope they keep winning with him playing like this, and then he gets hot at the right time whenever whenever they really have to have him at, you know, in SEC tournament or the uh, NCAA tournament. You hope that's when he's playing well. You hope that's when he turns it on. But, yeah, right now he – over the last several games, he struggled. And then the kind of the middle, then we get to some good. It's MJ Rett didn't have a good game either. That's the first night good game he's had in a while. That's, that's expected. But Summers, I know a lot of people were like all excited. He got 12, 13 points, whatever he had. To me, it was better. It was good that to see that he was confident to take shots. There's still inconsistency there. Not just a shot wise, but a big teller to me was this. This is what I saw over by him to tell he hasn't totally got his confidence yet in his game. I saw this multiple times late, especially when some, basically Kenny just said, you're going to make plays or we're going to lose this game. And I see exactly why he does it because I think he knows they're probably going to make the tournament now. And depending on how much of a run they make, it's going to depend on how good can we get, not even Jarvis Summers from last year back, but maybe in sophomore year, we can get a consistent 10 and 5 guy. Twelve and five guy without the turnovers, and the shooter look more consistent. Is how far they're gonna make a run in a tournament. And this is why I talked to him consistently. That just told me he still went really back to himself and being confident. But Tennessee was running the zone, and pretty much he would start to go and drive, and they would collapse down, but he. And he'd, he'd just kind of drive back out. They start to collapse down. So they started to collapse down. He'd, he'd just kind of back out. The confidence summers with the room, yeah, he was going. If he just kept the drive, the, the guys they would collapse down. Four, all four can collapse down. Either somebody out strove, he's going to have a, he's going to come up strong and give a pass to somebody for a layup, or somebody's going to have a wide open three. But instead, he'd just back out. He still had room to drive enough to to collapse him in more to get somebody an open look. But he didn't have the confidence to drive down that he was afraid to have a turnover. Yeah, it's... It, it's frustrating. It's frustrating to watch. He only really drove one time, and the one time he did, he scored. And he went for the layup. I, I, I don't know... I don't, I don't know why he's playing playing timid and, and not confident going, driving, but... Yeah, it looked like the zone bothered him, and I I really don't know what to say. I mean, with NJ Red, I'm not really surprised. It's the zone they played. It made it tougher for him to get open looks on on his jump shot. I'm not really surprised there. But, yeah, Summers, I mean, he looked better. But I think the thing is, yes, they, the Ole Miss looks to, to 
be playing better with Terrence Smith running the point. But, you know, like I think Kennedy knows that the, the ceiling's higher, much higher with Summers if he's playing well, and they have to get him playing well if they want to have any any type of run in the tournament. I, I mean, they're doing well with Smith and in the games right now, but how how far can they go without Summers? I, I, I don't think anybody thinks they can make a run with him. So without him, so they have to they have to get him going. And really, it, it's coming down to the stretch run. He, he doesn't really have a choice but to get him going, however it takes. Yeah, I agree there. And they still won the game. They, they that uh, if they, they lose that game, they kind of get back in a bubble situation. Now they're set pretty. They played Georgia. I don't see any way they don't make terminals. It have to be a. I mean, it have to be a total collapse. I mean, I, they. But the bad the field is, they possibly could lose three. Three games and still get a tournament. Only they win one in the SEC tournament. They go to two and two there for sure. And season might be worse. But how about season? You're seeing some seven seeds again for them. How high do you think they can make it? I think a, a seven is a ceiling, and that's not bad for them. I don't know. I, I think I think they could make a six. I think they can make a six if they if they went out and they don't go one and done. In the tournament, if they make it to Saturday, oh, I think they'd have to win two in the tournament. So you think they have to win six straight games? Yes. I mean, uh, I don't know. It, to me, to me, the thing about that is there's no way to. You can say whatever you want to about how many games you think they have to win to get a certain spot, but a lot of that times, a lot of times, it just it's out of your control. I mean, it really sometimes just depends on how the teams around them do. So, oh, that's true. I mean, they, yeah. If everybody holds serve above them, then that may be what they have to do to make an impression. But if teams start losing, then they may move up by default. So, to me, it's really just a fluid situation altogether. And if they went, if they went out, they to me they have a chance to get up to as high as a six. And, and if they lose, you, a lot of people think they'll lose at LSU. Uh, if they go three and one, two and two. And I think I think a seven's probably as high as they're going to get. Yeah, they go two and two. They're going to be probably eight or nine, depending on who the losses are to. Yeah, it, it depends on who the losses, and it depends on it depends on Nashville. I mean, and, but if you look at just regular season, two and two is going to get you an eight or nine. Yeah, and as much unless it's an upset in the brackets or whatever. Pretty much that last day for championship game, the brackets are already picked out pretty much. They're not going all through the brackets and, and changing everybody up and changing seeding for there for that one game because they're coming out that night. Yeah. Um, that I mean, I, I agree. That's uh, it. They don't. It, things don't just drastically change off. I mean, off one game in the all the tournaments. But it, this, thank goodness, right now we're not having a discussion. And hopefully it stays like this, um, of what they have, to, what how many games they have to win, and, and just watching every single, like, what Southern Conference tournament and everything else, see who wins the bubble team. You know, the people don't bust the bubble. I'm just glad we're not having that conversation. Oh yeah, I I think so. And you know, Oregon they need to keep winning. They won a big game the other night and. 
I think they're 56, some 57 on, on they some were RPI. The, they were before the game. Uh, I mean, I think they were 56 or 57 before the game, before the Utah game. Uh, well, they can get over. That's, I thought I think they're in the top 50 now. I have to go look that up. Look at Warren Nola. If they can get in the top 50, that's, that's big for all Miss because really that's how I look at it. They don't look at oh, they're 51, oh, they're 54. Resume are set up by top 50, top 100. And, and to me, it, they don't really sit there and say, well, this is their 67. They want to get to 53. It's how many top 100, how many top 50 wins. That's what I've heard. You, you hear that over and over. If they can get in the top 50, that's that's big for Ole Miss and really helps their resume. And that's not what we expected. Um, no. No, we we were uh, – I remember the conversations we had back in December were, you know, this was – it was a good win to, to go to Oregon and win, but this was not the Oregon team that – of the past. This was a team that was going to be really, like, around 100 in RPI. We thought they'd be pretty low, and the fact that they're this high is uh, – I mean, it just says a lot about how well this team has played on the road all year. They uh, went there and really dominated that that game. Yeah, they really – Really did, and apparently I've gotten a lot better. I just and it helps all men. No, it helps it a really lot. Um, and the fact that Cincinnati's played a lot better than they than they really looked. I know when when Ole Miss played them in November, uh, they Cincinnati did not look like a good team. That I, I know, I know it's just one game, but they they looked Ooh, pretty rough against Ole Miss. I can't believe they jumped that much. They jumped all the way to forty four. Yeah, I thought they I thought they were in the top fifty. Um they I mean, Utah's a good team. I think, they uh I figured it would be, you know, right about fifty ish. Forty four? That's a that's a big jump. Yeah, just keep just keep winning. <laughs> and just, um Cincinnati and Oregon just need to they just need to keep winning. Which that is a top Utah is a top ten RPI. They yeah, they yeah, well, and they were number nine um, in the in like the ranking in the state, uh, you know, the, the polls. So I, I knew they were probably around that in the uh, in RPI as well, and uh, that's just a good win for them. And uh, we'll take it. <laughs> yeah, kind of play Georgia. I think they beat Georgia. Georgia's kind of they're playing terrible, and they should not have won against Alabama over the weekend. I mean, they really should have three losses right now. They hit a tough runner. On, on the on the baseline to win that game, uh, to me you got to go win that. Good. No, no, they they both shot here. I mean, they, I think they were both under thirty eight percent from the floor. That, that's just a game you have to go win. And I, I, I realize yeah. Georgia Watch was playing play well. <laughs> yeah, they. Oh, I'm sure they will. Kenny Gaines, he didn't really factor against Ole Miss the first time. He'll probably light it up for twenty five or so, and they'll have trouble with Thornton down low. But and that's just kind of how it goes. Uh, hopefully they. Do like they've done most all year and just battle through it and 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 won anyway. But um, they, they, they were playing a lot better the first time around. They're they're not playing well right now. They they really should have lost, like I said, Saturday, and they had two bad losses at home before that. So to me, with it being a, a team that you feel like in the tournament, this is the game at home. You just you're supposed to win this game. So have you kept up with this Florida stuff and? With the sports writer and recruiting I have seen side, it. it's it's. I mean, what do you really? I mean, it's terrible. 
It's terrible. I kind of had a conversation back and forth with, I don't know what's the real name, and they, his rivals, Woody, they say something Woody. And he put that, you know, he was shocked by this. That whatever, I said, I, I mean, I asked him, seriously, I mean, it really. And he didn't really like my stance on it. I said, are you really, I asked him, was he really shocked? He said, well, I've heard, I really, really didn't even refer him to the guy, although I know this guy has been talked about. And I'm not surprised there. He's he's pretty much another genie baby from Mississippi State. He's It's what he is, I mean. And Gene Stalin, that's pretty much what he is. And uh, I said, he really shots me. Nothing really shots me nowadays. I said, it, it happens everywhere. And I guess he thought I was antagonizing his I guess the whole profession because I wasn't. I was just saying it's it's everywhere. Then I me myself, I know of a few sports writers that have gotten involved in kids recruiting. I mean it's happened I know there's one guy at Ole Miss that does it. I know there's two guys at State that does it. Possible more than that, but I know of two guys. I know it's, it's when pretty much always there's fans getting hired to work for the, their work for sites that cover these schools. It, it it's going to happen, and that's the one reason I wouldn't want myself to work for Ole Miss. If I was in that thing, I'd want to work for a school I had no affiliation to. Yeah, there's plenty of good ones out there, and I'm like, I actually think he does a good job. But as much. Bam, people get tired. I mean, you look at stateside, almost, I don't really know too many that's not a fan that works for printing these sites that cover state. There's some that, for pure fans that cover for Ole Miss, there's some that's not. I, did, I just didn't think it was something to be shocked over. Ashamed of, yeah, true. But shocked over, no, he seemed to took offense to it. I don't know why he really did. I don't, I don't understand how somebody that's in the profession is shocked whenever whenever both of us are completely not shocked. Like it just you see it and you're like, Well, I'm not surprised that that happens. I, mean, I I don't understand I don't understand. I guess he's trying to save space for his, his profession. I, I I don't really I don't really know. There's no there's no way he he was completely forward that something like that goes on. As much stuff that goes on in college football, college athletics, and how how you're stuck at that, to me that that's extremely naive. And basically, what we're talking about, Joker Phillips, who got fired from Florida, basically uh, was I guess giving out money, giving extra benefits and stuff. And it was uh, I got it worked for a site. It was. Not even rivals, who a guy I was talking for, you don't want for rivals. He's abruptly fired now. He don't even work for the site no more, which he shouldn't be. But the one setting up and doing, basically doing all the like work and getting meat and money and transition was there. I do find it since, I guess, Florida fired him that the NCAA has already come out and said there would be no penalties expected unless new evidence is found. I do find how they just just tell you, well, we fired Joker Phillips, so let's just not let nothing happen. 
do find that odd because I know at other schools that wouldn't be the case. But yeah, I just I, I didn't get him being aggravated. He he ended up actually blocking me. Like I was I mean, I was just giving a statement. I wasn't accusing him of being anything. I even told him as much, but he really didn't like it. Yeah, I I don't I, I don't get I don't get why he got so mad over it. It wasn't even about him. The only thing I could see him get mad about he might he might have got mad about he didn't like it is I said I know there's more and there's more almost at every school. Wait, 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 say that again. I, I told him, I said, I know of more myself, and I would imagine there's some in almost every school. Yeah, but but again, that's not a personal attack on him. Like, yeah, just you saying I that, I don't, I don't understand. You just saying that would make him mad. I, I, I guess I just think differently maybe than he does. I mean, I think that's pretty obvious. Um just the fact that he blocked you. Well, that's just like I had a newspaper person. I don't even know how they found what I said. It was not a big newspaper. It was a Kremlin or anything. Uh, a while back, I said, you know, it, it's obvious. And by the recruiting stuff they're trying to do now, more recruiting stories, they, they're trying to find something about clips. And some of their headlines, they make it about clips that newspaper are dying. The fact that I said newspaper are dying just, Totally offended the guy. He kind of jumped all over me. There's how much proven newspapers are dying. You see less and less prescriptions, and they even go on more website because they can't get people to buy the papers, really. Especially even your small ones are, are really struggling. It wasn't an attack on him. It's just my thoughts on it. I mean, people just. I guess you can't it. have an opinion on it, even though the opinion is mostly fact. Um, I mean, I like oh, yeah, to say, as the next guy, but I mean, it 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 just it's pretty obvious that I mean, I'm not I don't know that they're going to completely die out, but they're not. I mean, you have papers that used to run every day that are running, you know, on the weekends now or whatever. It it's just not what it was. I, I don't see why somebody get offended over. I mean, talking, fact, talking about it, somebody. Let me find this. I'm strolling down now. This guy got me. Then I made fun of him. He really got mad. Okay, this guy he. <laughs> He's talking about, you might have thought, you might not have. This guy, he he's followed us. He's at the show. He's made comments about the show. It's always the older crowd that's still caught up on this, this Colonel Rev. He'll do this preach about how we should drop this, the bear, and bring back Colonel Rev and all this. And I basically just said, as did others, to him, uh, the guy that's kind of started following us to show some, he's a big basketball guy, Cameron Bowen. He's on Twitter. I don't really know him, but we talk a lot about basketball. Told him the same thing. Told him said that, you know, you need to get over it. The Bears here to me. And I said, to me, I would, there's more money for it. I said, he loves, I said, you can, kids love him. And I said, you need to get over it. I said, because it's not helping having Colonel Rell back. People like you, I said, I said, it won't Colonel Rell back. I said, it's not good for the university. I just basically gave my thought on it. And, oh, Lord, I was a little nobody. Who was I to tell him that his thoughts were wrong? And it was people like him that were big donors to control us. I basically told him, I said, one day you will die. And you will not be giving money anymore. And these kids that love this bear will be giving money. And oh, I, he was just beside himself on that. I'm trying to find his name. I can call him out. Because I know he still listens to the podcast, even though he unfollowed me and blocked me. 
I saw where he was uh, doing my actual, I saw another account, actual official account at Liquor Sager. He was talking about how a podcast saw it to somebody. But and him saying our podcast sucks, I, mean, I know he listens. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, I, I know I haven't seen this, and I don't, I don't know the guy. Um, I bring it up. I don't know if I'm trying. Oh, I'm going through a mentor. Trying to find this guy. I hate our podcast sucks, <laughs> but I don't know what to do about it. I can't. I'm not. I'm probably not going to magically just uh, become like too much outstanding well, guy in the world. <laughs> he, he actually gave us compliments before until I disagreed with him. I wasn't disagreeing. I wasn't downing him. I just said that I was just saying what's best for university, blah, 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 blah. You know, I was yeah. and my opinion. I mean, he didn't like it. I mean my thought is, my, my thought is, I, mean, I wasn't, I, I'm not going to sit here and say I was happy about a lot of the things that went Here he is. Here he is. Jeff Greer. It's at Jeff L-G-R-E-E-R 81. It's who this guy is. He has to be about a, I don't know, 55 to 60-year-old man. His, his bio here is owner of, I don't know, ranch, Creek Ranch, some ranch. That's not being a voice. Part, he's part of all the clubs, the quarterback clubs, says he is, whatever. But uh, inside funny, his daughter's one of the ones that hit on me on the Twitter when I checked my profile picture. But uh, yeah, that's him, Jeff Jeff Greer. That's his name. Had nothing, you know. I wasn't bounding him. I was just giving my opinion on it. And he had to, as if I was a nobody. And actually told was even worse to Cameron. Told him he was a nobody would never be anybody because he disagreed with him. It's just an aromatic stuff that kind of irritates me when somebody that's- gives an opinion and they're god awful because their opinion doesn't agree with your opinion. Yeah. But to me that's not something that uh that really determines of course is what you feel about a mascot situation. Uh, yeah, and how yeah, I don't know. I mean his I'm not words and his direct words is you're a freaking nobody. How, how who are you to tell me how I should feel about it? Well, I, I think you're just saying your opinion more than telling him what to feel. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean and when and when when you say your first word, do you're nobody, why should I feel this way? I've already kind of proved my point that you don't really have a good objective on it. Well, yeah, that, to me, that, that kind of, when you start saying, well, yeah, when you start saying stuff like that, and that's what that's your first, first reply, said, that's your first reply. That's not even, yeah, that kind of erases all doubt that the argument's not going anywhere. And, or the conversation it, it's you're wasting your time having that discussion yeah oh, oh when I when I after I t- replied back with what I said and basically I said you're I basically told him he was a nobody to me I just voiced my opinion he said goodbye and blah I, I don't I don't understand the you're a nobody argument with anybody I don't, I, I, I didn't even say he was nobody. I said, I don't know. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. that. I, mean, I'm I mean, saying. I wasn't being, I wasn't taking, I was just saying, I wasn't taking his level root. I was just saying, I don't know you. You're nobody to me. I mean, I was just giving my opinion. Right. Yeah, I mean, I, I and I'm not, I wasn't really talking about what you said, because you said it more out of, you're just, it's not about 
who's a somebody and who's a nobody. You're just telling your opinion. I, I, I don't know. I, and to give you a quirk of the guy, it's the same guy that got mad about me when I when I said I didn't like his face. I guess for just using faith in his recruiting strategy, he's one of the same guys that got mad about it. I don't know. It's... Apparently, you're not all in, Jeremy. I'm a bad rebel. I've come to realize that. I really do. I piss off more more uh, homeless people than I do safe people. I've come to realize that. I uh, you uh, you're just not all in. You you not you not put out relentless effort in, for 60 minutes of passionate football. I, I don't know what your problem is. You do not fight yourself at this university. Oh yeah, I want to see this video afterwards. I it it almost gave me chills to see it. It was a video I hadn't seen. It got sent to me. I never sent it to you. It was a video of some highlights and it had the Alabama game in it. And I had quotes in there I actually hadn't heard before and any Ole Miss stuff that done there. And it kinda showed some I guess background that it was kinda changing the darkness of that day when people was on the field and it kind of had the clock. They didn't realize, and it could have been kind of photoshopped to kind of make it more drastic. The clouds were almost an orangish color with the sun kind of I was hitting it. As as it kind of had like an upper view of the, when Sinclair's Wilson caught the interception for Alabama and you could see kind of the clouds having an orangish color. Pretty cool video. I yeah, I don't know if I've seen it or not. I mean, it's possible I have, but I, it's been a while if I've seen it. So it I, didn't I have many plays, and it's by an individual where you can tell he kind of just read there for stuff itself. It got sent to me, and it was it's pretty good. It, the guy, the guy did, did good work. Yeah, I, there's, chances are I probably haven't seen it, but uh, it does sound like something I'd watch. It's not very long. It's only about I guess three or four minutes. But I'm gonna wrap up today's show. Uh, we'll probably. I guess the next game up be Georgia, Arkansas State. We'll talk about them later on in the week. And hopefully, you know, if win this one, and pretty much we'll kind of can start talking maybe about the seed, lock up seven seed if they win these next two. And we can really get in discussion to see them in because these next two are the ones that really boost our RPI, not so much the latter of the two, two games. And I guess I'm. I guess I'm going to wait. I guess I'm going to be at the last game this year. I, I was tempted myself to make the trip to Baton Rouge, but decided against it. Decided to be a bad idea. But I'm going to be at the last game. Eight o'clock start for the Vanderbilt game. I, I think so. No, let me look this up real quick while we're there. I thought I saw that. To be well, wrong. That is going to be the weekend that the wife and sisters and mom and all that's taking the trip. I might see if I can get a buddy to go with me, but I'm definitely going to be there. I hope it's not 8 o'clock start, but I'll have to put a seat. Let me see here. Either way, I'll be there. You'll Either find a way. way. Yeah, I'll find a way. I'll be a good rebel. But, uh, but yeah, it is an 8 o'clock start. Oh, boy. Well, I guess I'll make a late ride back. But until then, everybody have a, a good week. Prepare, you know, look pretty out my eye. Go get your bread, milk, and, and water. Uh, gallon drugs, especially. Walmart's already crazy. My wife let me go because that's Joe and Chuck. 
Uh, not a good day. Till then, everybody have a safe week.